This is an ABC podcast. Hi friends, my name's Liz. Hi Liz. I'm filling in for Ruby on this awesome episode of News Time. Today we're counting down five stories that all have something to do with disability. I have a disability. I have autism. Autism is who I am and I love who I am. Autism for me means that I see the world a little bit differently to some neurotypicals. For an example, I see lights brighter, noises louder, and it takes me longer to process things like other people. Someone says something to them and then they think about it for like two seconds and then they move on. But for me, I think about the question for at least a week. That's so interesting. I have a disability too. What's your disability? My disability is called limb difference. I was born with part of my right arm and leg shortened. I couldn't walk or crawl when I was little, so I used to get around sitting on my brother's skateboard. And if you or your grown-ups watch TV, you might have seen me on the ABC. I'm the National Disability Affairs reporter. Or maybe you've seen me in the pool. I represented Australia in swimming at the Paralympic Games and won medals too. That's so cool. Thanks. Do you know why we're talking about disability in this episode? It's International Day of the People with Disability. That's right. Let's find out more about it. Story number five. International Day of People with Disability is held on the 3rd of December. In the past, the word disability was used to describe someone who was disabled by their differences. I think a disability needs adjusting to so that they can feel more comfortable. Hmm, I like your thinking. Today, a good way to think of disability is by seeing it as something that is created by barriers in the world around us. For example, if someone uses a wheelchair, it can be a disability if they want to visit a building that has lots of steps. But if that building has a ramp, the wheelchair user has the ability to get inside. Disability can also be used to describe something that we can't see, like autism. My sister is autistic and she needs time by herself after when she was with people and she needs not very much noise and not very much brightness at all. Autism affects the brain and sometimes autistic people are sensitive to bright lights and loud noises, so a noisy, bright shopping centre can create disability. Maybe there could be a time in the day where they turn down the lights so that then I can go to shopping centres and not feel so uncomfortable. What a great suggestion! Taking away barriers that create disability is called creating accessibility. And when we make the world accessible, people with disability have more independence, choice and control. It's great that the world wants to adapt for disabilities, but I personally think that the best way to do this is to ask people with disabilities what will help them. Totally! There's a saying that goes, nothing about us without us. And part of celebrating International Day of People with Disability is working together to make our world accessible for everyone. Story number four. I love swimming. I also love knitting and listening to music. What are some of your passions? 
I like dressing up like a fireman. I love computer games and painting and drawing. That sounds like fun. You know how we were talking about autism earlier? Well, tens of thousands of people in Australia are autistic and autism affects them in a big spectrum of different ways. Autism is a superpower that gives you the things that you love and autism is also a thing that would keep your brain busy or make your life a bit easier. Some people think about their autism like a superpower because it can help them be really passionate about something or really good at it. Like Devon O'Sullivan. When Devon was a kid, he was super passionate about ripping up paper. So he decided to start his very own paper shredding business in Esperance in Western Australia. I think that's awesome. And I think also that ripping paper is quite satisfying. I know, right? Megan Russell is another person with passion. She loves going for walks and counting mailboxes. She also really loves hot chocolate. So Megan is investigating ways to combine her interests to create a business of her own, just like Devon did. Devon and Megan want to share their stories to show the world that autistic people can be entrepreneurs. That's a business creator. Everyone deserves a job, and also everyone that's an adult needs jobs. And if it's their personality, that's good for them because they're doing the thing that they love inside their heart. That's right. Devon and Megan say people with disability have a lot to offer, especially when jobs suit their interests and strengths. Nice job, Devon. Good on you, Megan. Story number three. I'm really enjoying talking to you. And there are lots of ways to talk, but it's not always with the voices we create by using our mouths, throats and tongues. Body language is one form of communication. Another form is to use technology. That's right. Some people are non-verbal, and that means they communicate in other ways, like using sign language, moving their bodies, or with the help of technology, like computers. That's why a group called Variety Tasmania decided to set up a camp for non-verbal children who use communication devices. The camp is called Motormouth and it was the first of its kind ever held in Tasmania. Wow, it'll be like, it's meant for them, perfect for them. Families went to the camp too and they learnt how to be better communicators when they're speaking or listening to kids who use devices. They all practised communicating with the devices by using them in real-life situations like ordering food and participating in workshops. I think that it's important for people to learn other ways to communicate because then you can express your feelings to other people around you. And I think it's important for the people listening as well. I agree. The camp was a great success. The kids made new friends and the family said they learnt lots of new skills to help them be better communicators. Now organisers are planning another Motormouth camp next year. Go camp Motormouth! Story number two. Swimming might be my favourite sport, but I also love watching team sports, especially wheelchair rugby. It's a fast-paced, full-contact game for people who use wheelchairs, 
like a combination of rugby union football, basketball and handball. There are four players on court and the aim is to score by carrying the ball across the goal line. I think they have to move their arms a lot for them to move. Yes! Wheelchair rugby players have super strong arms, especially the Australian team. They're called the Steelers. And the Steelers are the new world champions in wheelchair rugby. Go Australia! The Australian Steelers recently defeated the United States 58 points to 55 to win the world championship. The United States were a super strong team. They've won the world championship four times before. But Australian captain Chris Bond said the Steelers trained extremely hard to prepare and they made sure they were fighting fit. The first thing I think is practice. The second thing I think is also practice. The third thing I think is, yes, also practice. Yep, absolutely. And now the Steelers want to keep their winning streak going because it feels so good. Ozzy, Ozzy, Ozzy. Oi, oi, oi. Congratulations, Steelers. What happens next? Wow of the week, dun-dun-dun. Oh, yeah. That's the story that made us all say... Wow. This story made me go wow because I love using Lego as just toys. I didn't know it could be used for something other than toys. Do you want to know something cool? I have a prosthetic leg that helps me walk. Prosthetic. It's hard to say. Prosthetic. Tick, tick. Prosthetic. You got it. A prosthetic limb is something used to replace a body part, like an arm or a leg. Prosthesis can be made from lots of different materials, like plastic or metal. Not all people with missing body parts use prosthetic limbs, but some people think they're useful to help their bodies move. So people that have little bits of arms can still move them. That's one example where they might be useful. A man named David Aguilar was born with a condition called Poland syndrome. That meant his right arm and chest muscles didn't fully form. When David was a kid, he loved building things from Lego. Lego, I love Lego. Me too! When David was nine, he built a prosthetic arm from Lego. A few years later, he made an even fancier arm with fingers and an elbow joint. This arm also had a motor and pressure sensor, so it could pick things up. And it looks like there's a little grubber bit at the end. David doesn't use a prosthetic limb himself. He doesn't feel like he needs one, but he loves making them for other people. His latest creation has a control unit that can send and receive orders from sensors on the arm to the motors with cables that contract like muscles. David recently became the first person in the world to build a fully functioning prosthetic arm using Lego bricks. Wow, it's super clever. What a cool invention. And now David is famous too. He's the star of a documentary, loads of online videos, just Wow. Wow, indeed. Good job, David. And that brings us to the end of the show, my friends. Thanks, Liz. Ruby will be back next week. And don't forget to do the news time quiz. It's in the show notes, as usual. Bye, bye. Yeah, and bye. See you later.
Newstime is an ABC Kids Listen podcast. For other awesome podcasts to play, music to move to and stories and soundtracks for sleep, download the ABC Kids Listen app. It's free from your app store.